Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, me, Gene Galvin. How's everybody doing? Uh, Jerry Springer, by the way, is uh, not with us tonight. He's uh, involved actually through the month of August with some uh, TV obligations and also taking a little bit of time off, which he's earned. And if you came here uh, today to this podcast, to this episode, uh, in search of uh, Tommy Payne and Daryl Davis, they will be on next week, along with me. I'm interviewing them. They're part of a three-part special series of the Jerry Springer podcast. And uh, just to let you know what that is, if you haven't listened to those, I urge you to do so. Tom Payne and Daryl Davis um, are two men who have served time in prison, uh, totaling up to 50 years if you combine their two sentences for, frankly, some pretty bad stuff. And uh, they admit that and they serve their time. And these guys are in uh, some ways in their lives in search of redemption. They are giving back hugely to society. And they are, uh, I'm happy to say, friends of mine. I've become friends with these guys. I respect not what they did to go to prison at all, but what they have done since in their time in prison and their time beyond. They are both involved in some excellent programs. If you tune in next week, you'll hear the third part of a three-part series with those guys. Now, the reason we have moved that episode, that third episode forward, is that we have some, frankly, kind of urgent business to do tonight. And I have asked uh, another friend, Jeremy Short, who is from Jackson, Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, He's been on our podcast before. He's a fantastic singer-songwriter. And I asked Jeremy to come back on uh, again tonight and help to, to be honest, raise money for the victims of the flash flooding that has occurred in the last, uh, that occurred about four days ago in Eastern Kentucky. And uh, by the way, we're recording this episode on August 2nd. And uh, four days before, about, uh, there were there were rains that lasted, frankly, for, for hours. It's being referred to as a thousand-year event. It was a tremendous amount of rain coming down over a long period of time. And let me sort of draw a picture for you, and then I'm going to bring Jeremy in because he's right now in Jackson, Kentucky, because he's doing some work on an, an upcoming album. But here's how this works. And I'm going to draw a quick picture. And I was in uh, Hazard, Kentucky yesterday. I went down, uh, admittedly, just to see things with my own eyes. I thought, if I'm going to try to raise money, and I've been down to that area before, uh, frankly, a number of times. But I thought, if I'm going to try, if I'm going to appeal to you, the listener, to give money to some causes that we're going to tell you about, I ought to. Uh, take the time, uh, which, uh, the, you know, I'm not whining about this, but to drive down there and go up and down these roads, go back into some of these hollers 
And I went back into one holler and I got, and I have four wheel drive and I got pretty far back in there until there was a tree, the size of a tree in the forest, a big tree obstructing the road. There was a guy ahead of me on a, on a side-by-side and he had to turn around and I turned around and I went somewhere else. So, but here's what happened. This rain came down, tremendous amount of rain and the, the Appalachian area is beautiful. It is a beautiful area by all standards, but it's, and it's mountainous and the mountains go down into gaps, hollers, if you will, valleys. The people who came there generations ago from the British Isles, in many cases, from Scotland, Wales, Ireland, they moved into these hollers and would settle the beautiful areas uh, down, you know, in these gaps, and then would do some farming on hillsides and made lives the best they could. And they've lived there for generations. Well, when storms like this come at this tremendous volume of water, there were flash floods, and we're going to give some live accounts of this. Jeremy saw things, I saw things, that were where water rose the 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 height of of buildings and bridges were swept away i saw school buses moved houses off their foundation double wides laying on their sides it was a tremendous amount of of water in volume and power and there are 37, I just looked on USA Today, according to their account, maybe this is Governor Brashear from the governor of Kentucky is doing an amazing job at responding to this, that there uh, are 37 people dead. There are, here's the horrible statistic. There are hundreds of people unaccounted for. Now, just think about what that means. If they're unaccounted for, then they could be dead. We don't know. They've got people airlifting. The uh, National Guard is there. Of course, the Red Cross, all of these causes, we're going to be talking about some of those in a minute, are down there. They've airlifted people out. They're sending boats up these still swollen rivers and creeks. The North Fork of the Kentucky River going through Hazard is still high and muddy. And I went along Lost Creek yesterday and it's swollen and it's down from the, but I saw debris against railings of bridges that when you drive across the bridge and look down at Lost Creek, it's way the hell down there. So that water had risen up so high, it pushed this debris up against the railings of the bridge. It was the first clue of how high this water had risen. So hundreds, several hundred people still unaccounted for. Complicating the situation is cell phones don't work. They're increasingly trying to get service back, but they're, you know, people have cell phones up these hollers in many cases, but they're not getting any cell phone coverage. There are people up these hollers that were on oxygen. There's no electricity. There's thousands of people still out of uh, power, uh, 15,000, I heard yesterday, a similar or higher number of people are without a potable water because the water plants were, in some cases, destroyed. And so, and so the one of the big rescue endeavors is to bring bottled water in. But as I drove down there, I saw, here's what I saw. I saw trucks headed for hazard in Jackson. And, and, uh, and 
uh, feisty in all these places, quicksand, all these communities that are down there. So there are truckloads of bottled water. I saw convoys of National Guard. I saw church parking lots filled with uh, with utility trucks from around the country who are pouring in there to go in and try to get the power up. Uh, so all of these, I, I saw Kentucky Wireless with a tent where they're giving away, if you can get to them on, this was on 15, uh, Kentucky 15, they would give you a cell phone with minutes on it. No charge, no questions asked. Uh, Jupiter Health was set up in, the, in a church parking lot where they were checking people for hepatitis and tetanus, and they were prepared to give any help anybody needed. So there is a tremendous outpouring of help coming into this area. I'm going to give out two charities and I'm going to bring in Jeremy Short and let him talk because he's been down there more than me. He grew up there. He went to school there. He went to Breathitt County High School. He's lived in Breathitt County till he was, uh, what, 20, 22 years old, he was telling us. Uh, so here are two charities I'm going to give real fast. And by the way, nothing it should come to the Jerry Springer podcast. Not that anybody would know how to find us anyway. They wouldn't. We don't give that information out. It's, it's irrelevant. But here are two that I'm going to give. One is the old standard. It's a damn good one. They're trustworthy, totally. And it's redcross.org. It's the American Red Cross. Just go to redcross.org on your phone, on a computer, and it says you got an option there to donate and it lays it out. You can get five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks. It's got another thing that you can click on, give 5,000 if you want. And then you can tell what you want it for and you simply check disaster relief. They are in there. I'm going to give you a second one. I learned about this one yesterday when I was down in, in, in Breathitt County, Perry County. I came through Wolf County on the way. And that is, uh, and I learned about this from the people from Juniper Health in this church parking lot. It's called Aspire, like aspiration, A-S-P-I-R-E, Appalachia.org, AspireAppalachia.org, A-P-P-L-A-C-H-I-A, AspireAppalachia.org. Let me tell you something about them real fast. They're the bookend of redcross.org. They're the little guys. They were started by somebody in Breathitt County. And what they have been doing is they, they help stray animals. They help animals that are abandoned in yards. They're, but they don't just do animal work. But they are, if you donate there, they will help pets. And in the 21 flood in central and eastern Kentucky, they worked on uh, help for people who had to rebuild their homes. They helped them get some drywall. They're like basic stuff, man. They are like boots on the ground, regular folk right from Eastern Kentucky. And I think <clears throat> they're listening tonight. And if so, I say hello to Rachel, a good woman that I talked to over the phone yesterday. And um, uh, they are a 501c3, the same as uh, Red Cross at redcross.org. So if you make a donation to Aspire Appalachia at aspireappalachia.org or to Red Cross at redcross.org, those are both uh, places that you can get their 
their uh, proper ID numbers from each of those entities, and you can uh, mark that off on your tax contributions. So uh, having said all that, let me say hello and thank you to, oh, by the way, one last thing, Jeremy, hang one last second. Here's something I want to tell you about pets. And I'm not a huge pet person. I've had dogs in my family and cats and all that. So I'm not against pets. It's just, I don't have one at the moment. But when we did Springer on the radio a number of years ago on uh, Air America, Jerry Springer and Megan Hills and I were his sidekicks. Uh, Katrina happened, Hurricane Katrina. And I'm this bleeding heart, obnoxious liberal. And I said to Springer the same thing. I, I, I talked to him yesterday about this. By the way, Springer's wife is from Cynthiana, Kentucky. I live in Kentucky. Uh, Megan Hills is a Kentucky girl from the beginning up to today. So a bunch of us are Kentuckians. And so Jerry and, and his wife owned some property in Cynthiana, Kentucky. He's still invested in Kentucky. But back when Katrina happened, I said to Jerry, I need to go down to Katrina so I can do some reports from, from Louisiana, from uh, Baton Rouge and uh, places Lafayette and uh, New Orleans. And when I was down there, I went to the university, or I went to LSU in Baton Rouge. The uh, veterinary medicine department of LSU had set up, and this is the key point, an animal rescue center for Katrina. Because folks, this is what happens. If you have flash floods coming up and down, coming down these, through these hollers of Appalachia and through these towns, whether it's Jackson or Hazard, there are victims of this that are not only people, which of course I rank higher than pets, of course, but there are pets that get swept away. There are pets that get freaked out by this and take off running. And they come back and they can't find what used to be there. So these pets get lost in this picture. And so Aspire Appalachia, one would think, would be paying attention to what are we going to do? How can we help? How can they help with this pet situation? It seems to me, common sense, the two-step process help these pets be found and then care for them and feed them. And step two is try to get them reunited with people. If it became known, for example, that Aspire Appalachia has pets stored, maybe that's who you contact. I want to do one other thing. And I swear Jeremy's coming on. I want to ask Rachel, if you're listening on Facebook Live right now, make a comment write a comment in that David Pruce, our technical producer, could see that am I drawing a picture that is reality? Are you guys at Aspire Appalachia going to be paying attention to try to help find pets and then reunite them? If so, David will read that on the air and then I'll say the right stuff because maybe I'm talking out of my butt here that you're not, you can't do that or that can't be done. I don't know. Jeremy Short, number one, thank you for coming on, brother. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you, Gene. Hey, let's establish real fast, Jeremy. You're on a cell phone using a cell phone hotspot in Jackson, Kentucky, and Breathitt County. 
And there could be a situation where the audio is not great or you drop out because you're down there where the the cell problem is a problem. Am I right? That's the situation that these people are currently uh, faced with. That's the reality that they're living with. And uh, a lot of people, you know, it was there was a 24 hour period longer than 24 hours where we didn't have contact with the people here that we were worried about. And we weren't sure what was going to come of that. And then slowly but surely, we started getting communications back up and hearing from these people. And obviously, sadly, is the case. A lot of these people are still waiting to hear from their loved ones. Easily expect the death toll to reach 100, like without a doubt, considering how many people are still unaccounted for. So and just driving around where I'm in the community of Wolverine right now. If you're from Jackson, you're familiar with it. But it's basically right there on the outskirts of Jackson. And uh yeah, so where we drove to was the driveway was completely submerged in water and the road we were driving on we would was inaccessible just two days prior to this. Like our van conceivably would have been underwater. And uh, as I told you also, if I walk out of the building I'm currently in and go to the right, there's the church, Wolverine United Methodist, that my grandfather preached at for over four decades. And that basement took on a little bit of water, didn't get it as bad. You know, some people did, going to lose a few things, but they're going to be okay. But some people, not everybody was as lucky. There is a neighbor across the way here. He had to be life-flighted out. Is that right? Uh, boat rescue. You step out this driveway, you look at his house. He's got a ramp for the EMTs to go up. He gets dialysis uh, once a week. And uh, he had to be boat rescued and just taken out of his house. And his house... May not be livable. Hey, by the way, Jeremy, I I heard a story yesterday, and again to get people, and I want you to you know keep describing what you've seen to help people get a a mental image of this. This is uh, our podcast is an audio only podcast. We do Facebook Live on the day we record it, but it's largely people to listen to this uh, audio. But I I heard of a situation where uh, up one of the hollers. a house was lifted up off of its foundation. And again, the power of a huge volume of water is uh, tremendous. It's beyond what any of us can imagine. And it moved this house down over the road that goes back along this creek up this holler. People had to evacuate the holler once they could, once the water receded to the level of doing this. And the only way they could get out the road was to go in the back door of the house and out the front door of the house. In other words, yeah. the house now was across the road back oh. up the holler and they had to go out in and out the front and back door to, to evacuate. So uh, that is an example of the of the power of water. And can you tell uh, any other things that you observed? I mean, I saw school buses pushed up against buildings, double wides turned on their side. Uh, oh, yeah. Tremendous. Just, so just, what did you see? Debris where it shouldn't be, looking in the power lines and seeing all stuff like that, just buildings. It's completely buildings just moved from where they normally sit. I mean, it's just, just indescribable. Just debris saw, everywhere where, like you said, where it shouldn't be, yeah. like unimaginable. I, I so, saw. Yeah. That. Also, if I could, yeah, uh, I want to mention just where you can give aid to. I'm going to say it out loud, just for the people. Hopefully, they understand me. But EKY Mutual Aid, All right. and that began, as far as I know, as a Facebook group. That's where I first heard about it. Was on the Facebook group, and 
like mutual aid has been popping up in the last, I don't know how many years, but uh, it's just where you can go. And if you have a need, you can go have it met without judgment, without fear of judgment or anything like that. Say you need some 70 bucks for a doctor bill or a vet, but whatever it is. And these people would just, you know, chime in if they could and get the help you need. So they've branched out into just helping people physically, you know, in, in the, going out and meeting these people. And that has translated into raising funds through PayPal and Cash App and things like that. So I'm going to drop their PayPal right quick. That's paypal.me slash E-K-Y mutual aid. All one word. E-K-Y mutual aid. Um, they have raised $75,000. And as soon as it comes in, it goes out to the people who have been affected. Stuff like giving money to people to fix hot meals and the individual families who have lost everything. And uh, they're just doing good stuff. And I wanted to get their word out there. All right. And uh, here's one other thing, uh, Jeremy. And then we want to also uh, got sort of a special situation because Jeremy has a uh, song. And again, we're talking to Jeremy Short. Uh, S-H-O-R-T, and he is a singer-songwriter from uh, raised and born and raised in Appalachia, and uh, he has a song called The River, and we're going to hear that in a second. Before we do, um, a lot of people have asked this question, and this is just my opinion here. I'm not a scientist, but I have heard, you know, I'm having trouble finding scientists who aren't saying this. When the question comes up is why? Why did Kentucky Central and Eastern Kentucky in 2021 have a hard, hard flood, flash flooding. Why did Kentucky face tornadoes just months ago? Why do we have droughts out West? Why do we have hurricanes starting earlier, ending later, and powerful tornadoes? Uh, why is there so much moisture in the air? Sometimes it causes huge snowfalls, uh, blizzards. Uh, and the and especially this flash flooding, this thousand year flash flooding storm that lasted over 24 hours that Jeremy mentioned. Well, you know, it's an inconvenient truth, as Al Gore said in 2000, 2001. This is planet warming. And he, this is something that broke my heart. I was driving through Hazard yesterday. And it's not the only place I saw it, but I saw a house that was all draped in banners saying impeach Biden. And then there were some Trump MAGA kind of stuff up. And 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 instantly I looked at that and thought, this is so sad. These are people who often have so little and they get sucked in to voting for politicians that say that planet warming and climate change is a fraud, is a hustle. That is, that is not that is bad truth. true. This yeah. is real stuff. And people and poor can, people who are hurt the most are often the, the people who have the least and who vote for these people, for Mitch McConnell, for Donald Trump, for these Republican politicians that have ignored forever the situation with planet warming. Now, that's my opinion, but I'm pretty convinced that that's the situation. I don't know, Jeremy. That's the sad truth of it, I would have to say, Gene. Yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, tell us about this song called The River, because we're going to hear it. And I appreciate you bringing it to us. Well, tell us. about. Uh, Thank you. So, yeah, uh, I wrote this song. I was just thinking about where I was from. And I was trying to trying to capture that frame of mind that I get into when I think about home and what it means to me. All right. That's the simplest explanation I can give. And that's all we need. Let's hear it. It's called The River by Jeremy Short. I'm from Breathitt County, Breathitt County, Kentucky. Grew up in a little town called Jackson. Not many people have heard it unless you're from Hazard. And then you can tell people that Jackson's on the way to Hazard. But I was just trying to find my way back home, I think, with this, this song. This is a song called The River. Gives me what I need and need not ask her why. Now the river she's been flowing since before my time. She gives me what I need and takes me down the line. Let it flow, let it flow on down to the mountainside. The ancient river flowing, she reaches far and wide. When they lay my body down in that cold hard ground Bury me by my mother with my family all around So let that river take you wherever you may roam Try and love you brother, let this world be your home Let it flow, let it flow on down to the mountainside The ancient river flowing, she reaches far and wide Take it down, take it down, baby, down to the mountainside, down to the still that's burning with sour mash and But while your fire is burning, little darling, don't you cry. Let it flow, let it flow down to the mountainside. The ancient river flowing, she reaches far and wide. Take it down, take it down, down to the mountainside. Down to the still that's burning with sour mash and rye. Down to the still that's burning with sour mash and rye. Thank you. All right, let's go back to uh, where we started. Uh, We are uh, doing this podcast tonight, this special episode on August 2nd of the year 2022 after a horrific 
storm that lasted, uh, rains that lasted over 24 hours in eastern Kentucky, uh, causing catastrophic flash flooding, uh, the loss as we are recording this of 37 lives and hundreds still unaccounted for, which makes us uh, fear that they'll, uh, and it's very possible, and I don't mean to be macabre about this, but in some cases, maybe bodies won't even be found because they could be buried so under um, That's, debris and things. I mean, it's just yeah. the worst imaginable situation. So we did this episode asking Jeremy Short to come on because he is in Jackson right now, Jackson, Kentucky, and Breathitt County. I was, uh, he's from there and was raised there, went to school there. I uh, went down and kind of toured the area as uh, with a journalist hat on yesterday and specifically in Hazard, Kentucky, and went by Jackson and you know saw things along the way. We have named some charities and we're going to give them to you again. We'll kind of uh, wind down on that. One is redcross.org. That's the old standby. They are uh, fantastic people and they are helping down there. And if you go to redcross.org and donate, it's easy to do. You can check off uh, to send the donation to disaster relief and it will help the people in, uh, in Eastern Kentucky. A second is another one that I learned about, which is uh, local comes out of Breathitt County. It was started by somebody from Jackson, Kentucky. It's called Aspire Appalachia, A-S-P-I-R-E-A-P-P-A-L-A-C-H-I-A.org, AspireAppalachia.org. They are, they help in disasters and disaster follow-up, and uh, they also uh, keep their eye on uh, situations with pets. So, uh, we were saying earlier, if you're just tuning in, that it's very possible that pets have been lost in this disaster. You can imagine, common sense would tell you, swept away, uh, scared off, and now they're, they have to be helped to stay alive and uh, better yet to be reunited. And then, Jeremy, you mentioned another one that's local, and please tell that one. Yeah, that's EKY Mutual Aid, and it's run by two people who are really just boots on the ground in this situation. And they've been getting money to the people directly to the people who need it and are putting it where it needs to be. And uh, that PayPal real quick is paypal.me slash EKY mutual aid. All right. Good work. And uh, I want to thank very much uh, Jeremy short for uh, coming in on this with us over a cell phone. You're very welcome from himself, Jackson, Kentucky, right now. And, uh, you, you know, we enjoyed your song called The River, a song that Jeremy uh, wrote and uh, uh, performed for us. And I'd like to take us out uh, on another song by another Appalachian uh, dude, a, a great singer songwriter, Tyler Childers, who is, uh, I think he lives in Wolf County, lives in the area around Red River Gorge when you go down the Mountain Parkway headed uh, southeast to get to. I believe he lives, sorry to cut you off, I believe he lives in Estill County. Estill County, there you go, Tyler Childers. So he'll join Jerry Springer with the appropriate song, Down by the Riverside. And uh, thank you all for listening.
heavy load down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm gonna lay down my heavy load down by the riverside. I'm gonna study war no more. I ain't 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 gonna study war no more. Gonna lay down my sword and shield. Recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com.